The following is an exclusive presentation of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. It's time for BYU Women's Soccer, live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Deep cross, hit it toward Freeman in! A goal by Elise Blake and the Cougars up up on top! This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. Coming up, we'll hear from head coach Jennifer Rockwood and we'll get a look at today's starting lineups. Let's begin our coverage of BYU Women's Soccer and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar soccer fans. For the first time in 2019, welcome Pitchside inside Southfield on the beautiful BYU campus here in Provo, Utah. As this evening, the Cougars play their final preseason tune-up by welcoming in Mountain West Conference member Colorado College. It's an exhibition finale ahead of the Cougars' regular season opening weekend next Thursday and Saturday at Alabama and Mississippi State. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel, beginning tonight to my sixth season as radio voice for the BYU women's soccer program back when I broke in, Avery Walker was beginning, I believe, her redshirt freshman season with the Cougs. And now, two seasons removed from her playing days, Avery starts her second season alongside me on the headset. Abe, great to be back with you. And I know we're both eager to follow this BYU side that is loaded with uh, talent, potential, and, yes, expectations. Absolutely. I think it's so fun to come back to Southfield. I still find when I drive up and park in that parking spot, I get those pregame jitters, even though I haven't played in a while. But... Um, it's fun seeing Maddie sit away back on the coaching staff, which is going to be great to watch. And then I know a lot of the girls that I played with at summer camps as they were trying to get recruited now that they're here playing, and some mm. of them are starting tonight. So it's going to be exciting. Coming up after the break, we'll get to hear from BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood as BYU women's soccer coverage continues live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. It's time to get the scoop on today's match from head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Southfield in Provo, Utah, as tonight is BYU and Colorado College in the final exhibition match for both teams. Cougars have already had a couple of intra-squad run-throughs. The Tigers, meantime, coming off a 2-1 exhibition road win two nights ago at Weber State for head coach Jennifer Rockwood from BYU. Tonight's game is the only chance to see her club against outside competition before the regular season begins next week. In our pre-match interview brought to you by Zions Bank, for banking that helps you tackle every challenge, Zions Bank is for you. I asked Jen what uh, she has already learned about her team through a pair of blue-white scrimmages. You know, I think we uh, have a lot of experience returning, and that's always nice as a coach and as a team just to, to return so many starting players, so many players that had significant uh, responsibilities last season and kind of just building from what we did last fall uh, throughout the spring. Um, also see a, a great sense of leadership um, from uh, – not just our captains, um, Sab and Elise, but certainly our, our senior class, but also our junior class and our sophomores. We've talked a lot about the importance of leadership and leading from within and, and team culture, and uh, these guys are really close. Um, you know, They've worked together all summer, and have, uh, this, the freshmen have, have been a little bit acclimated to it with them coming down and, and uh, working camp. So just a lot of experience, a lot of expectation, but certainly just a lot of excitement. Yeah, on that note of expectation, when you have a team with so many players back, what's natural to expect from that kind of group? Um, just to be better, better than we were the previous year. And I think we made great progress this spring season. Um, we were definitely better at the end of spring than we were at the end of the fall season. And I think we're at a much higher level of play right now than we were last year. And, and that just is, um, you know, encouraging and exciting for everyone to, to think about what might be. And, um, you know, we always have the expectation of, of, of uh, winning a conference championship and taking one game at a time. And, and I believe this group will, will definitely have a goal of going further and deeper than we've ever gone. 
last year saw a bit of a schematic change formation-wise, and you saw that thing really come into shape as the season went along. You scored almost 50 goals as a team. So from that introductory year, you should hope to kind of pick up where you left off, I think, right? Yeah, I, I think so. And we've, we talked a lot if that was some uh, f- f- formation and, and the way we were playing is something we wanted to con- continue. And we just think it, it fares well for our, our talent level. And, and the girls really kind of embraced it. And it is unique. And it's, it's tough for opponents to uh, kind of figure out because it, it is a, a bit of a different system. And uh, we've uh, worked a lot on how we can press more effectively out of it. Um, you know, over the last uh, winter semester, and have, have kind of picked up right from where we started, and it's been new uh, for our freshmen. Um, but they've also, uh, I think, adapted to it quite well because they can see how successful it can be, especially in the attack. You've got, if you go with what people might presume would be your starters, those top five—the three midfielders and two strikers—that's forty-five career goals right there. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, we return uh, all those players who who had that kind of the expectation of being goal scorers and making things happen, um, get them all back, and uh, that's rare. Um, and then on the flip side, we get our entire back line returning as well as our keeper. So, you know, those are unique situations for a program to have that many returning players. And, again, it just goes back to the level of anticipation and expectation is pretty high because we believe that we're capable of, of great things and we can't wait to get on the field and, and see where we are. Not that you can coast on experience, but what a comfort level to know that your entire back line, say, and keeper are there with so much power already happening up front. Uh, absolutely, and, and we have goals. You know, we we did better defensively last year than the previous year, but we also know we had a lot. We have a lot of room to improve to get our goals against average down. And um, during this preseason, everyone, even though everyone was returning, that's been our main focus. We haven't even addressed the the attack too much. We're we're trying to secure the defense, make sure everybody's on the same page. We want to make sure that we are, uh, you know, taking away opportunities for our opponents to look at the goal, um, and then also been working on our press, which we kind of consider part of our attack. That holding mid spot is one where you lose a starter, and uh, Busy Bowen had that thing locked down for four years. Olivia Wade did great for a freshman, allowing now lives serving a mission. How does that holding mid spot look for you right now? You know, we really feel good about um, uh, Jamie Shepard coming in. I mean, it's something that she's kind of embraced. It's been her position last year, lived it a tremendous job, but it wasn't a natural position for her. She kind of had to learn it uh, as the season continued and, and just did phenomenal for us. So it's a, certainly a big hole. But uh, this is Jamie's position. It's a position that she's always used to playing. Um, and you know, she was here each and every day working out during the summer with the girls and has already built a, a rapport with them and earned a lot of their respect and, and confidence within the team. So we really feel comfortable with her kind of stepping in right away and embracing that position. What a credit to your team to have two Herman Trophy nominees on this year's squad in Michaela Coulihan and Elise Flake. Very well deserved. Uh, very exciting. They they've worked really hard this summer, and uh, you know they're they're. We get the ball to Michaela facing forward, and and she's hard to stop. And um, you know Elise came through second half of the season and just was somewhat unstoppable, scoring almost a goal a game. Um, and they're better than ever right now. And so uh, Elise is playing with a with a confidence that she's earned. Um, Kayla's always played very smooth and confident on the field. But you add Cameron Tucker to that, who had a great summer playing with the Royal Reserves, uh, got a lot of confidence, and Lizzie Braby, they're all playing the best soccer of their career right now. Finally, quick thought about Coach Jeff Bennett's Colorado College side coming in. 
you know, Jeff's been there a long time. He has a, a lot of experience. He's he's always had a very competitive team. We're, we're excited that they came out here to play this exhibition. It's a very important game for both of us. I'm sure, you know, that they're going to be excited to, to get out in Southfield and play. Uh, they had a good win against Weber State, so I'm sure they're feeling confident with the way that their season has started. And, um, you know, we, we don't know too much about them. Uh, there's not much out this time of year, but uh, we're just going to go and try and, and do what we do and, and see what happens, but can't wait for it. Jen, thanks, and uh, we'll talk to you post game. All right. Thanks, Greg. That is BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood coming up next. Our pregame coverage continues, including a conversation with senior captain Elise Flake. You are listening to BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from the Cougars themselves as we head back to the broadcast booth for our pre-match interview. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again from Southfield on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah. Tonight, Colorado College comes calling. Fourth all-time meeting between these two teams. First one that won't count on the record. BYU has gone 2-1 and one against the Tigers all-time with home wins of 2-0 and 4-0 in 2012 and 2014, respectively. I'm Greg Grubel, joined by former BYU women's soccer player Avery Walker, and you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tonight, we are heard on ESPN 960 AM and the ESPN 960 app, as well as... BYUCougars.com slash live radio and the BYU Cougars app. Good to have you with us. BYU coming into the 2019 campaign off another outright West Coast Conference Championship and another NCAA tournament appearance. BYU went 13-5-1 last year, 8-1 in league, and return almost every key player from that team. Along start, uh, along besides, or among the starters, only Maddie Gates and Olivia Wade are gone. Meantime, BYU brings in a bunch of talented freshmen, some of whom will play right away. BYU opens the season now just outside the coaches' top 25. They are in the top drawer soccer, top 25 at number 22. But Avery, if the Cougs are as good as we think they'll be, the coaches should have this team ranked before too long. Absolutely. I know that sometimes those first rankings come out and we're all a little confused after a conference championship and an NCAA tournament performance like the BYU Cougars had. But with their schedule and the way that we think they're going to perform, along with what Jen was saying about our our top offensive line, I think we're going to be ranked very soon. Time now for our pre-match player interview. And tonight it's a conversation with one of BYU's two senior captains, Elise Flake. Elise entering her farewell campaign with 20 career goals. That number ranks 16th all-time at BYU. In the lead-up to tonight's match, I asked Elise about the expectations for the last BYU team on which she will play. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that we've learned since last season that we're still building on. We have a lot of leadership on this team, a lot of returners. So that's the biggest thing is just... um, continuing on from last year um, and the expectations high because we won West Coast Conference last year we um, went to the tournament uh, we just want to make it farther than any BYU team's ever been and so we're gonna that's, that's our goal as a team and we know that we can get there if we stay as a team. How do you look back on last season? Last season was a great stepping stone for us um, we did a lot better than the previous year and we got better as the season went on um, since then we've even gotten better and so we're just building on where we left off so we're really excited. You mentioned the conference championship from last year, outright WCC crown. The way it ended, I guess you'd probably say ended a little prematurely, right? You thought you could go deeper in the tournament. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's not, not fun to lose, obviously, especially first round of the tournament. Uh, we know we could have made it further, and so now we have set even for, for more goals um, to go farther in the tournament. Among the veterans who are back from last year, who have you kind of observed over the spring and summer months as somebody who might be able to take a step up? I think everyone's stepped up, honestly. 
Um, everyone's gotten better this summer as we've um, played free plays and on summer teams and stuff. Um, one person in particular, I think, is Cam Tucker. She's incredible. She has so much confidence right now. She's been scoring goals right and left at practice, and it's just so fun to see her thrive right now. And I think this summer really gave her lots of confidence, so that'll be fun to play up top. And you spent some time playing organized soccer over the summer as well with her, right? Yeah, we were playing on the Royals Reserve team. It was super fun. Um, she definitely scored lots of goals. She was our team leader in goals, so it was awesome. What was that experience like, not to be with just Cam, but other BYU teammates as well on that team? Yeah, for sure. It was awesome. It was fun. Me, Cam, and Kayla kind of playing in the middle up top together. That was fun. And then Alyssa and Dan. I think they have always had chemistry. They've always played good together. Um, and I think that just went even a step further this summer. And so I think us five being all on the same page, on the same page, we can be leaders on the team now with BYU. So you hope that it benefits you as individuals, but uh, that experience could also help the team, you hope, right? Yeah, for sure. I think it, anything helps, playing together as a team. Um, and for us five, I, I wish we could have played with more, but that's the rule. And so mm-hmm. um, it was f- so fun playing with five. And so now we're just ready to keep it going with BYU. Okay, big class of uh, newcomers. Who are some of the freshmen who uh, look like ready to go, ready to roll? Oh, honestly, all of them. They've all stepped up. They all have so much energy, and they've come to practice every day working super hard. So I'm excited to see what they can do this year. Do you remember yourself as a freshman, and how do you compare when you see new kids come in? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I feel like our team's a lot more or a lot different than it was when my, my freshman year. Um, I feel like we're a lot more together as a team. We don't, there's not many, not clicks, there's not differences between class. I feel like we're all just a team, and that's been super beneficial for us this year. Um, when I came in as a freshman, the, um, the starting lineup for, up top was Ashley Hatch, Michelle Murphy, and Nadia Gomes. Like, that's yeah. incredible. Like, I just looked up to them so much. I just took every opportunity to just be grateful for what I had to play with them. And I think Michelle especially, like, took me under her wing, and she made me feel like I was important to the team even as a freshman, even though I wasn't starting. Like, she made me feel super good. And so I tried to, like, help the freshmen in that way and help them know that they are super important to this team. You are a Herman Trophy nominee along with Michaela Coulihan. Uh, what are some maybe personal expectations do you have for yourself, or do you prefer to keep those kind of private and let, let the team actions kind of speak for themselves? No, I think me and Kayla talk about it a lot. We always want what's best for the team. Um, and we know, well, at least I know like when what's best for the team is scoring goals. And if that's me, great. If that's Cam, great. If it's anybody else, great. And so I think as long as we know that and we can stay as a team with that, that'll be huge for us, um, especially with me and Kayla. I feel like we can be big leaders on the team and kind of lead that. Okay. Finally, what do you hope to get out of this uh, final tune-up against Colorado College before you hit the road? Um, Jen keeps saying we're going to put on a show, and so I'm excited um, to um, score some goals and just get out there. As, this will be our first time playing together as a team, and so that'll be super fun just to get out on Southfield in front of the fans. It'll be awesome. All right, Elise, thanks as always. Appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. All right, that is BYU senior captain Elise Flake. Uh, Avery Walker, you've seen uh, Elise both as a teammate and now as a broadcaster, and uh, those 20 goals testament to her scoring knack. She is expected to be, we, we shouldn't be surprised if she ends up being BYU's goal leader this year. Absolutely. I know Elise is one of those players who has really stepped into her leadership role. Um, not naturally one of those players who comes onto the field and demands a lot of attention or um, a lot of time on the ball, but having been pushed into that role, I think Jen's made a really great decision there with, with putting her up top in a way that she can kind of dictate that offensive play. Um, a lot of her strengths just come from getting the ball, facing up, and as soon as she can take on one player, she's gone. She's strong, she's fast, and she can put it in the back of the net, and her strike partner this year, at least to start, will be uh, Cam Tucker. Mm-hmm. And as she mentioned in our interview, she and Cam spent time playing uh, for the uh, for the Royals Reserves in the summer, and they were as potent there as uh, Jen hopes they're going to be for her team. Absolutely. I know that with Cam and Elise, they've had a ton of chemistry along with you know being able to kind of help each other get out of their 
their roles as freshmen and sophomore and become more of upperclassmen together. With Kim, I think it's just one of those things that as long as she's willing to let her personality play out on the field, she's going to be successful. All right, we'll have more of Cougar pre-match live from Southfield right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here's Avery Walker and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. Welcome back to Southfield and Provo. Pleasant night after a sizzling Saturday afternoon. Uh, first ticketed event for BYU women's soccer this season here at Southfield. It'll be almost uh, two weeks before the Cougars return here for a a regular season game. It'll be the home opener set for August 30th with Southern Utah paying a visit to Provo. As for tonight, it is Colorado College. The program from Colorado Springs competing in the Mountain West Conference in women's soccer. The Tigers are coached by uh, Jeff Bennett, who in 2019 enters his 16th season as head coach. They have this thing, at least they're going to, they'll continue it again next year. It'll take a hiatus this year, but they have a, a competition called the Colorado Cup, which features the six Division I teams in Colorado. And Colorado College won the Colorado Cup uh, last year, competing with teams like, of course, University of Colorado and Air Force and Colorado State. And uh, so uh, quite an accomplishment for Colorado College last year. A team that uh, didn't allow too many goals, didn't score a lot, but was uh, very tight defensively. That was kind of their style last year. Played a lot of very close games. 15 of their 18 games were either one-goal games or ended in a draw. So that's the kind of soccer they played last year. We talked a short time ago, Coach Bennett and I, and I asked him about his uh, preseason double dip in the Beehive State. He had that Thursday win at Weber State, followed by his team playing here in Provo. Uh, we did. We, we came out on Wednesday, uh, played Weber State on Thursday night, uh, played a really good game in our opinion for the first time, seeing a different opponent. Uh, we were happy with a lot of elements, played a couple different systems, played everybody that was you know available to play due to health, and uh, we, we saw a lot, we learned a lot, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what it's like tonight against uh, a much more athletic, more... Uh, you know, refined team in BYU. And you were testing out lineup combinations too, I presume? We were. Partnerships, diff- different systems, um, you know, a, a lot of things. Right now it's, you know, the most important thing for us and, and, and most of the teams out here is to make sure that they are ready for a bunch of different situations once the regular season starts. Uh, results are great. They're nice to get, but they're not the most important thing uh, for us. It's We want to learn the most we can, you know, understand what partnerships work and what systems work the best for us and move forward. You're going to open the season next week, as everybody will. Will the starting 11 we see tonight be a good look at what you might want to appear like when the season starts? Um, it's a good question, maybe. Um, it's different than the starting lineup we started on Thursday. So, uh, you know, we started a, a different system on Thursday night than we're starting tonight. Uh, we'll probably at some point uh, morph into that system in the second half or maybe even at halftime. But there are, you know, just off the top of my head, at least two, if not three different, you know, starting uh you know, players in tonight's match as opposed to Thursday. So we'll see different combinations and see how they deal with, uh, again, this environment and this type of athleticism. Both sides, a good deal of experience. At BYU returns nine starters. You return eight, right? We do. We return eight starters. And, uh, you know, make no doubt about it, we lost three pretty good ones. Uh, you know, an NWSL draft pick, uh, an all-league and all-regional regional player, and the other one in Kelly Sullivan. So it's it, leading goal scorer in there, and yeah. our leading goal scorer in low. You know, so it's we we lost a lot, but we're really really happy with what we have back. We're not as young as we've been 
Um, so that's nice. We, you know, it's not an excuse for us. We're not young anymore. We're a little bit more seasoned and veteran. But you know, you're trying, you're trying to fill two pretty big holes. We feel we've got the personnel to do that. Um, we felt very comfortable in the preseason with who was trying to fill those roles. And again, you know, we're, we're we're looking at these two games to make sure that we're correct. You know, coaches, we're not always we're not always correct in our assessments. But you know, Thursday put a pretty good rubber stamp on what we thought, and we're hoping to see that again tonight. Does the Mountain West preseason poll uh, mean chip on the shoulder time for these guys, or what? You know, it's. I hope so. Um, I'll say that. You know, I did say that before Thursday. Um, it's obvious that nobody thinks we're any good without one or two players. So, and that's fine by me. Uh, I think preseason polls are, are useless anyway um, in, in every sport. Uh, let us roll out and see how the first couple of weeks unfold. But if people think that little of us because we lost one or two players, uh, we'll take that and we'll, we'll take that momentum and we'll take the chip and I can thank the coaches that put us there and uh, hopefully that motivates us for not just you know yesterday and today but for the whole season stylistically your team very stingy last year uh, is this is this who you are or could you be a more open uh, a more opened up team this year you know we were, we were stingy last year I think we're going to be a little bit more open this year um, you know, I talked to a bunch of people today about this game, and you know, it's it's different being a preseason game than a regular season game. If this was a regular season game, we'd be more stingy, and we'd, we'd play a different tactic, and we'd probably absorb more space and and, and do different things. But we're going to come out tonight, and you know, we're gonna, we're going to play our our normal system and, and and our normal line of confrontations, and and see how we do. But uh, I think we'll produce more goals this year. Um, we'll see if we're as good, you know, defending. Uh, I, I I hope we will be. Uh, that that's a grit and an attitude, and you know. You can take players out of out of a roster or off a roster because of graduation and whatnot. That shouldn't change your grit and your mentality. So hopefully that mentality is the same, and, and we're hard to break down. Finally, Coach, you've been here before, and you've coached against Jen Rockwood before. I know, mm-hmm. I know you have a lot of respect for her, as she does for you. You're both a long time with your teams. Yeah, I mean, anytime Jen sends out an email for a listserv, I usually hit her back and say, look, can we make this work? And, uh, look, love coming here. I, I told my staff and my players earlier today, I think it's, I think it's BYU, Texas A&M, and, you know, I don't know so much these days, but, you know, I think it's coming back. But Portland, um, you know, in their heyday, I think these are the three best environments in college soccer. And, then, you know, maybe some of the SEC schools will argue with that in terms of South Carolina and Clemson. But, you know, um, I think the BYU atmosphere, which I don't know if we'll see tonight with students not being here, right. but um, just the whole setup, the atmosphere, the, the surroundings, the, the quality of opponent, you can't get a better game. Coach Bennett, good to speak with you. Thanks for your time, and have a good night tonight. All right, thank you very much. That is Colorado College head coach Jeff Bennett. Time now for tonight's Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game feature brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly, immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. Here's tonight's rules question. In games with video review, and tonight's not one, by the way, in games with video review, what are the four situations in which a video review may be utilized? The answer is coming up next, as well as tonight's starting lineups and the opening kick as Cougar Pre-Match Live continues from Southfield on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here's Avery Walker and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Brubel. Back at Southfield in Provo, BYU and Colorado College coming right up. Starting lineups forthcoming. First up, the answer to tonight's soccer rules question in Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game segment. Here's tonight's rules question in games with video review. And again, tonight is not a a game with video review. Which of the uh, four situations in which video review may be utilized? And it is in these following four situations. 
Number one, determining whether a goal has been scored. That's always good. Uh, Number two, identifying players for disciplinary matters. Number three, determining whether a fight occurred and identifying all participants. And number four, determining whether violent conduct occurred and identifying all participants. That is Laws of the Game, brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. And this is BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.